This podcast contains material that may not be suitable for children or those of lesser constitutions. Listener discretion is advised. And now, go f*** yourself. Holy shit! I think it cut out the audio for Did a that clip off? <laughs> that might have been the best <laughs> ever. Well, well, I, I it was still the most the powerful ever. ever. It was the most powerful. It ranks up there. It was yes. uh, It was tremendous. Hey, welcome, welcome back to the bastards. Yeah. So, how you bastards been? Uh, you know, decent. Mm-hmm. It's uh, summer officially now. Summer. You know what also comes with it for me? Hay fever. Yeah, I've been hay that for a while. fever. Yeah. <laughs> so basically, as of as of this recording, it's been three weeks that I've been suffering from it. Yeah. Even during my even during my walkabout this morning, kind of hacking and coughing and like the sputum everywhere. Is it more coughing, or you don't get like you, your eyes don't start running or anything? No, I mean it's more my th- it actually impacts my throat more, uh-huh. like itchy throat, and then I get that PND, and then everything's like here, and then I have to. And cough then there's the BDSM PND post nasal drip. Oh, okay. But I I don't know. I thought you've been suffering for the last forty six years anyway. So. No, only since I've met you. Which <laughs> so. might seem like 46 years. <laughs> it feels like 46 years. Uh, no, I, I, I 100% agree with the, uh, the hey, if I get it in the sinuses, though, I don't get it in, um, like, a sore throat or anything. Why are you all so defective? I, I am def- yeah. Yeah, how are you not getting this? I don't suffer. <laughs> I don't suffer suffering. Not, not outwardly. I mean, you suffer. But you do suffer fools. Then. And pl- gladly, then. Yeah. And Mac is, ins- and Mac is insufferable. Mm-hmm. So I mean, yeah, we're all we're all we're all on board. With I, that I do sort of think I have something that's just sort of continual, as far as like PND. Yeah, I think I do have I'm almost not constant, but a low level of that. Maybe most of the time. You know, I used to think I I seem to remember having that when I was younger too. So I don't think it's just uh, a getting old guy kind of thing. I just think that it's. It feels worse now because you've had twenty plus more years of it than when we were mid twenties. So I think it's just one of those things. You know, uh, you just got to get used to getting old people. Well, I'm sorry, I mean, I'm sure it doesn't help that you know this whole global warming and yeah. you know everything climate about change, climate change. We're calling it. We'll we'll be dead in fifty years or less. I don't even get me started on I thought glaciers, it was glacier even. melt, right? Don't get me started on Let's that. Let's start working on growing some gills now. Yeah. Well, the good thing about the glaciers, though, is they're going to get the best beer from that, I think. You know? <laughs> it's the water. Yeah. It's, it's all about the water. Mm-hmm. Hey, so um, what's been going on in the news? I, actually, I've got something that's kind of time, uh, time sensitive. Timely also <laughs> is that uh, from the you know news from the NHL is that my St. Louis Blues mm-hmm. finally won a Stanley Cup Oh. First time in franchise history since 50, you know for fifty two years. So that's great. I thought you said ice was coming to your door. Or something like that, but, uh, no, but I've got ice, ice in my freezer. Ice man coming. Yeah. So that's great. Yeah. How, is, how do you feel? Like, is this your first sort of title for your not the first title? You had Cardinal. Okay, yeah, Cardinals. Yeah. yeah, come on. Not Arizona. No, but but for uh, but for the St. Louis Blues, it's it was it was very historical. I mean, and I think a lot of things happened uh, in the in this past season. That led to the Stanley Cup final, mm-hmm. with you know, with even with um, hometown boy Pat Maroon leaving. Um, what a maroon! Yeah, 
you know, joining, joining St. Louis, joining St. Louis for less money than two other teams that offered him more because yeah. he wanted to play for his hometown team, and mm. he was the one who scored that double overtime game seven against oh, the Dallas one. Stars uh, to take the St. Louis Blues to the Western Conference Finals. I we're gonna, totally saw that. We're gonna, <laughs> and head I clearly am the only one who cares about hockey. One thirty-four left on the clock. It was, it's anyway, funny. I actually turned on Game Seven for about ten minutes. Of this, uh, because this I think Game Sevens are, you know, it's pretty good TV. But then I watched it and I realized how boring it was, and I turned it on to something else. What hockey is boring? How the fuck is hockey boring? Hockey is one of the fastest sports played. Yeah. Well, like NASCAR's faster. It's pretty it's fast less, too. Yeah. It's less, even more boring. That's super boring. I was watch. I was watching motocross or whatever. Oh my god! How anticlimactic is that? Yeah. Well, yeah. this this race ended in three point five seconds. So, so all the build up for a three point. Five seconds. Yeah, but See, so, yeah, but it, again, here's the thing: I mean, hockey. Well, I think it might be more fun to play. Yes, I possibly. Can see that. Yeah, if you're good on your skates, right? Which I'm not. But which I'm not. Yeah. To me, <laughs> to me, hockey lacks in strategy. Yeah, you just throw right people out there. They're hitting each other. They're now they're very good at playing with their stick. I don't know what that says about them, but you know clearly there's, they, there's strategy they there. The there's, not stra- like, there's not NFL there's level not strategy. strategy there. No. It's, it, I mean, that's just the complexity of football is. I mean, somewhat it's based ridiculous. on the fact that you've got yeah. 22 players out there, but there's a lot more. Yeah, I think a there's a lot of skill involved in hockey. Absolutely, there's yes. a lot of skill. Yeah, and I but not, I think golf is better. Like I'd rather watch golf. No, I'm not. I, I, I have hockey. no problems watching golf. Yeah, like well, but not not like you know the. The Greater Milwaukee Open, but like you know, I watch the Masters or watch the, but I wouldn't sit there. I still wouldn't even watch that for, <coughs> excuse me, three hours at a time. I couldn't do it. I, what are you? What are you looking at? And you're well, looking at a whole bunch of guys, you know, in white pants, probably you know, hitting. <laughs> it, it's terrible for the most part. Part of with golf though is because it's one player doing one thing. It's an individual thing. Is that you can put yeah. yourself in their shoes. True. Like you can see how I would play that, or you know, or wow, well, yeah. you can. It's a little more impressive because you know how difficult that shot would be for yourself. True. However, and I do like the you know the surroundings in golf are nice, but like I don't give a shit who wins or loses. That's part well, of the thing. If is, Tiger wins. That's all I care because it's interesting. Otherwise, it's not interesting. Any of those players. That's what I mean. When he's gone, golf will go back down. I mean, so when he was gone, golf was like kind of went down the uh, trend a bit. And now that he's good again and he's back and he's healthy, people watch golf and they're excited about it. Uh, and I don't know what it is about it because you, 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 you look at him speak, you look at him and do what he does. He's not particularly charismatic, but he is. He's just got that factor, that it factor. He's like done so because he was like a Michael Jordan of his time. He's still sort of – and people like to see – People talk about in the NFL like they, they like parody or even in hockey or whatever sport. Like everybody has a chance, but they, you still appreciate the dynasties and uh, the you know, the greatness of, of certain teams. Except you don't because you were first to bag on the Warriors when they lost. Oh well, that was fine with me. But why? What's the difference? Like you rooted for Tiger, but you're against the Warriors. What's the? Where's the? I difference I, there? I just don't. I don't really appreciate them that much. I guess yet. Maybe, maybe I will. I mean, I don't hate them, but. I was pretty happy that the Raptors won. I, I didn't want to see anybody get hurt. Like, I didn't want to see KD get hurt. He almost did, right? Or huh? didn't he get no, hurt? he totally got he hurt. He did. Yeah, you're like a ruptured Achilles tendon, which is like one of the worst things you can do. And Clay Thompson, I don't want to see people getting hurt, right? That was just silly. Like, how, I don't even know quite how he got hurt on that. 
Well, I think what it was, I mean, he must have already been enough injured that it, it, it that was the last thing. That was kind of the last drop. Right. But I got to say, it was nice not to see LeBron James for a while. Uh, that's good. I think that's a good thing. I respect, <laughs> I respect LeBron James, but seven years straight in the finals. I mean, King on. James, man, you can't say, uh, can't say nothing bad about King James. Uh, I'm happy that Curry got another sort of. Yeah, S- strike against his record. I, I I don't I hate Steph Curry. I just don't like him. That's the thing. He's, he's a like bit of he, a punk ass bitch. And and people say that he's so likable and all this stuff, but I don't see it. I don't see it either. I don't see why he's so could be why because he has a daughter up there on on a fucking press conference. How does that make him likable? It's, it's and then you see during the finals they're promoting his show. Yeah, the uh, it's the like golf a the mini golf yeah, show yeah. or something. Yeah. It's like slash obstacle course or whatever. That's going to flame out. That's horrible. It's a terrible idea. It's a terrible idea. It's like maybe it's you watch Holy, two shows. Holy Moly is the name of the show. Yeah, that's another thing right there. It's a terrible title, a <laughs> terrible premise. You're just sort of tweaking an idea that's already there. Like, why don't actually have it be like, um, it's like your life is on the line? You know, if you don't get this, you know, and you have to go through, if, if you don't hit it through whatever part of the, uh, the course it is, <coughs> you might die. Literally die. <laughs> So, what's up his, the stakes on that? Yes. What's yes. his connection to golf? Why isn't it like basketball? Why isn't it horse? Apparently, he's good at golf. Why isn't it horse? Horse? Yes. Oh, you basketball. mean like same concept, but apply it to horse? Like, yeah, mm. I'm going to make this shot. Oh, that's not a bad idea. Actually, I should pitch that to him. Yeah. Maybe. See, I think uh, maybe you changed your mind on old stuff there. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, um, <laughs> apparently he daydreams about golf during timeouts, basketball. Timeouts. I wouldn't be surprised because yeah. I mean he's really good and all, but he's just. There's something about him that just is almost a little too casual. Yeah, a little skeezy. That no, I don't like. Yeah. Does, doesn't his brother play play for the Blazers? Yeah. He, he, he did last year. Or, well, just, just this oh, last so, year. Yeah, 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 he did. Uh, his brother is sucks. For the no, he's not part. sucks. He's just... Eh, he's, he's just man. not Steph. He's not Steph, but he, yeah. did a, he did his job really well for the team. He did his job. Well, he did his job well. He's not supposed to carry the team. He's just supposed to hit some threes, maybe play a little D. Yeah. yeah. And but anyway, so he, I have a question for you. Me. Yeah. And that is, since your team won the Stanley Cup, do you think? So so here's my my angle on this: is I went when the Seahawks won the Super Bowl, I was up. I went up to Seattle to watch it and with some friends, and. They won it, and so the my big thing is I went downtown, and it was just a big. It was like unlike anything I've ever experienced because like everybody was just so psyched, and people were just high fiving people, and cars are driving through spinning their tires, and yeah, just waving flags, America. Do you and you didn't get to do that? I for did your not team. get to do that. No. But next year, if there was a chance they were going to win the final, would you try and go to St. Louis? I will. I really wanted to go this yeah. uh, to the parade this year. Mm-hmm. It's a um, shithole, so I can see why you didn't go. But <laughs> but uh, well, flights should be cheap. <laughs> they will be cheap. <laughs> I promise. Southwest that. flies there. Yeah, um, yeah no, I, w- I would. I yeah. mean, I, I the, the the thing about it though, and I, I don't know. I think everything has to happen right for for the St. Louis to to win the Stanley Cup again next next season. Mm-hmm. Like I said, I think every uh, there were ingredients. For this particular season, that just needed to be there, you know. From 
and I'm not going to bore you uh, anymore after this last statement, but they went That's from good. worst on January 3rd, the worst in NHL team in the in, in the league to, to Stanley Cup winners, but everything that happened in between was were the ingredients that that was that needed to happen for this year. Are we going to have we're not going to have those same scenarios for next year? So I don't know. I mean, I'd love to I'd love to think that there'll be a winner every year. Scenarios or ingredients because I like the ingredients. I was thinking more of like, you know, steroids and like smoke gouda. <laughs> there are pretty good ingredients for a Stanley Cup final. I'm just I'm just saying. I don't know that steroids are an issue in hockey. I don't know if they're even test for steroids. I don't think they're, that's they're, why they're not an issue. I mean, you gotta go for it, but no. Who invited right. this guy? Right. This guy's. What's he ever won? These teams never won shit. Yeah. Hey, the Cubs won a couple years ago. Come oh, on, finally. Come on. The Packers have won before. And what is your connection to this area? Uh, to this area? To Midwest teams. I don't know. Exactly. Well, he's from Arkansas. Yeah. yeah, it makes a lot of sense. No, I, I just started so you liking be closer the Packers. To St. Louis from Arkansas. I started liking the Packers back when I was a kid, and the Cubs too, because of Harry Carey. Oh, there we go. There's a eyeball. That's not very good, Harry Carey, but it's close enough. It's kind of like you're doing an impression of Will Ferrell doing. Doing, <laughs> yeah. Well, That's exactly. well, extra, more drunk. Yeah, yeah. No, it was good. Eighty-nine. Uh, Season especially that was the first time the well I didn't I was a little too young for the '84 season for the Cubs I got in board for the '89 season when they got swept by the Giants or whatever the hell uh, that was the world that wasn't that wasn't the one where the Padres was, the, was it the Padres no the Padres was '84 okay uh, the Giants were '89 I think the that was the one where it was the A's Giants series where they had the earth the earthquake oh yeah which I remember that that was kind of crazy but. But if you get a chance, your team wins, try and go to the city. Not to where they win. Like I mean, unless it's, if it's in St. Louis, sure. But if it's like the NFL, yeah, I probably could have gone to New York to, you know, if not see the Super Bowl, at least experience it. It's like that's not the same. I want to be in the town of that team because that experience is just priceless. That's, that's a much better experience, actually. Yeah. So if you can do that again, either of you – if you can plan it when your team wins a championship, try and get to the town. No, I or even the get Cubs there. Will win this year, get so there the fine. night if it's game seven. Try and be there on game seven night because that, that guy's not like anything else. Yeah, I can parade's, only imagine. Parade's nice, but it's just it's families and it's all very orderly. When the team win the night, the team wins. It's not. It's a little more chaotic, not like violently so, but it's just more spontaneous and sure. the excitement is there. That night, yeah. so I, don't I know. recommend I, it. I kind of like the I kind of like watching the TV for some of the stuff because when you're there and you see like for instance Dame's shot just this last year, well this year, mm-hmm. you're not hearing unless you're listening and you can't hear it at that point anyway. You're not listening to the reaction of the announcers, which usually adds a lot of drama to it, and you're not looking at because you, you can't get out of there. You're trying to get out of the damn place. You're not watching the after, you know. You're not you're not watching all the sports stations after it, uh, talking about it so much. I th- kind of like just b- watching it on TV. I think it's just as exciting. So you could, do you think you get more amped up about yeah. it because you're watching all the commentary? And yes. Yeah, I feel a lot more distracted when I'm in the place, and and I think I would have. I mean, of course, it would be awesome to be there when you see him make the shot, but you don't see it as well as you do on TV. And so I think I still like the TV. The version of it. I don't particularly care that much about going to games anymore. 
just because I don't think you get I don't think the experience is worth all the trouble uh, and you can get just as the uh, all the angles and all the stuff that you can't see from the 300 level or wherever the hell you are in, in you know the Rose Garden you can get all that and more and be in the comfort of your own home uh, on TV, on TV. That's just that's just my See, opinion. Here, I, there's the the compromises is that you go to a bar. Yeah, a bar in be great. the town. Absolutely, in a the bar town, be fantastic. That's the best place because yes. you get you get the best of both worlds, and that's what I how I did it. Yep. And that was a weird. One the Seahawks one was weird because the Seahawks got up by so much, but you're still thinking, oh, they could still come back, yeah. but they didn't. So it was very sort of demure the most of the whole game until the end is like oh shit we and won it's like the release yes it's like the money shot yes <laughs> so get there you don't need to go to the stadium just get to the town i think that the bar in the town would be fantastic mm-hmm. the closest thing i had to that was and i can't remember this guy's name but this is a long time ago back when i went i traveled to uh, england and i went up to york it was a night in new york that i was there there was a particular boxer that was popular at the time. Is it I, Lennox Lewis? No, this is before. I think it was like Prince Nassim something or another. But he was um, he was kind of overhyped. His career wasn't that great. But the night that I was there, he happened to be... It was one of the big fights back in 1998, I think. And I went to a bar, not knowing that this fight was on. I just wanted to go to a pub and have a couple pints. And the people were like all excited. I was like, oh, okay, I'll, all right, I guess I'll hang out and watch this. This is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. And people know I was the only American in the entire place, and they kept buying me drinks. <laughs> so I got freaking plastered. Uh, but what I made. Were you, were, you, were you wearing an American flag or something? No, no, no. <laughs> uh, you know, hey, accent, thanks for the drink, Governor. <laughs> I wasn't trying to. Yeah, I wasn't trying to do that. Right, <laughs> so they're like, "Oh, you should." You know, they're all like really into it, and and just, and and think the guy must have been. I don't know if he's from England. He or, is. Uh, his name is Nassim Hamed. Yeah, that's Prince, the guy. Prince Nassim. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. No good memory. That was pretty fun because, well, it was because it was so fun. The people were into it more than I've seen people into any other sporting event. And you know, the TVs were like the old school. They weren't like big screen TVs. Everyone was sort of huddled around stuff, hmm. and uh, it was just great. I mean, uh, and it, that I agree. I think you can't. I think that experience is better than being in the stadium. It's better than. Better than being at, at uh, home, even alone. Sad. Well, okay, so let's break this down a little bit. Being in the stadium gives you a couple things, right? It gives right. you like you are there. There's nothing between you and the action. There's right. not a there's not electronic medium. There's not. You're seeing it live. You're seeing it as it you're is. Doing it live. But really, what you're going for is you're going for like the camaraderie. Yes. Like you want to be around people that are feeling the same thing as you. Whereas if you go to a bar, you can get that pretty much that same feeling. Of everybody going crazy with the additional benefit of you get to see the replays yes. and you don't have to like restrooms are closer yeah. so you don't have to fight you your way to out get to the, the hell car. out of there that's yeah. the thing yeah. so and I've had some great experiences like when the Sonics are really good going to a bar during a playoff game and it's just it's, it's way like, better it's mental like just I would say because it's more concentrated right it's more I mean, concentrated yes. you have a little more elbow room it's and more comfortable you have your drinks are like just you know hey garçon yeah. garçon and when you're at a bar like that at, when you're in, it's kind of that hive mind kind of mentality yeah. watch everything there's nobody fighting there's nobody getting into it there's no arguments there's everyone right. is on the same team I guess you could say and even if you have two teams in the same place they're not. I don't. I just don't see the anger going on. Everyone's just into it. 
which I think if you're at the stadium, you're like, because ah, there's a lot of there's a lot of lulls, even in some of the greatest games. Yeah. You're just sort of sitting there. And when you're at the bar, again, you can get a drink, you can talk to people, you can sort of hang out. I don't think you get that so much at the in, in a stadium environment, I guess. Yeah, I think there's benefits to, to all of these, you know, different scenarios. You know, I mean, definitely, I think if, if there was, for instance, for me, if there if there had been, um, and maybe I need to do some research on this, if there had been a St. Louis bar here in Portland, I there would be probably watching is it there. something somewhere. Or, you know? I mean, I don't know if you need to go to a St. Louis bar. Just go to a sports bar. Well, yeah, I mean, I, sports. Yeah. Like, go to Tom's up in North Portland or something. I mean, I think that those people are going to gravitate towards somewhere that has a you know good selection of TVs and blah blah blah. So but, I was watching Game Seven of uh, the Stanley Cup at Portland City Grill. There's fourth bastard flying flying above us yeah. right now. Um, <laughs> Hello, Edgar. <laughs> um, and uh, and so and luckily Why are the we game at the Portland City Grill. It's like they have TVs there. Yeah, they have TVs there. a long time. They have it a good happy like a hour. Very odd place to go. They have great, watch the game. They right? have good happy hour there. But no, it just happened to be anyway. Right. So um, and it happened. You know, they showed the game on NBC. So I mean, so it's. So it's, you know, you don't need to have a special channel. And there was, like, a group of us that was just watching it in front of one TV right. um, over there. And, you know, there was a couple of Bruins fans. And, then of course, I, I might have been the only Blues, actual Blues fan there. And then there were a couple of people. He checked. A couple of people, a couple of people that were, like, for, you know, Sharks fans. And just, they just, lo- you know, they like they watching hockey. hockey. Yes. Quite, quite <laughs> you, so. man. I have to listen to your basketball talk. You know, anyway. Um so true. Enough about that. True, true. Let's let's switch. one last one last thing though before we switch. <laughs> just remember, it is just hockey. It is just. It's hockey. not one of the big three in this no. country, but it is like the one sport, semi-major sport in this country that other people play. Yeah, in other countries. Ish. So it is kind of like our inner, our form of an international sport that we play that our people are into. But like baseball, yeah. basketball, and football are all pure American. Creations yeah. number one. Although I got to oh, say, except for basketball, though, in the Olympics, the uh, base baseball is no longer played, and hockey still is in the Winter Olympics. So I guess they they still they got to they got to they got to fill out the winter bracket somehow. <laughs> yeah, what are you gonna do in the winter? It's like, what else are we gonna do? Go sh- ski and shoot some stuff. <laughs> All right, briefly, <laughs> and only because, especially because I know that this you know gives Mac a hard on. Let's talk about <laughs> politics real quick. Hey, Mac, yes. what's your update? Um, Biden is the front runner, weirdly, uh, by a lot. I don't necessarily mind Biden that much. I think that (coughs) if you get some guy, a guy like him who can beat Trump, who can play his game, and he did. I I was also going to say that the second best thing I've ever seen in a bar was, um, a regular bar, not a strip, not a (laughs) strip club, um, was the, the Joe Biden debate with Paul Ryan. That was fantastic because everyone in the bar was definitely on the progressive side of things and enjoyed watching Joe Biden just make a, a fool out of Paul Ryan. So I think that he could probably do the same thing to Donald Trump and could probably win. And that's the thing. Uh, I don't. Bernie could win. Uh, Elizabeth Warren could win. Every, and like everybody else is so far below, I don't even know why they're even bothering at this point. Uh, because Trump is already ahead of the game. Back in 2016, he or 2015, he was already ahead of everybody else by quite a bit. So unless something drastically changes, and I know that you know Uncle Joe, you know whatever, 
I, I, I would still vote for him over Donald Trump. Well, duh. Period. I mean, so that's what I mean. I think the Democrats just need to take a fucking step back, chill out, realize that this is our best chance probably of actually defeating Donald Trump. And then to the next election, let's see what happens. Trump isn't going to run again, right? So <laughs> Is he going to leave office is the thing. Oh. No, he will. He will. <laughs> I, I, I would still bet that Joe Biden would still kick the shit out of Donald Trump and he would throw him out. You'd probably give him a wedgie and then throw him out. So <laughs> I think Donald Trump's a little bitch. So... I just I worry about Biden a little bit. I wish there was somebody a little more bulletproof. But there isn't. But I just don't know. I I do think though, like debates could get really interesting. Absolutely. Because I feel like Donald Trump could go. He could go. He could say anything. Right. And he might say anything. But I think Biden Biden would call him on his shit. Yes, absolutely. He would Biden back on him for sure. And I think that would be a fantastic. uh, I think people want to see that. And that's why I, I think there's I think the thing that Donald Trump has done to our society is legitimized to a certain extent the reality TV mindset, and so I think people are gonna they're gonna vote for what they want to see more for what's than for what's better for them. Like Elizabeth Warren is probably the best candidate if you look at her policies and you look at what she has. She is like all policy right now. She's not doing a whole lot of bullshit. Uh, and that's the reason why she's rising, and you know, uh, she's rising in the polls. But her against Donald Trump would be a disaster because I think he would just overwhelm her with so much bullshit. And I don't think she has the—I haven't seen it in her so far yet—that that kind of charisma, the the fight backedness that uh, Biden has. Even Bernie Sanders would be a good choice too. I mean, it, it sucks the two really old white, really old white guys. For a lot of people, but they need to suck it up and deal with it because if we don't, we're going to end up with four more years of this fucking shit right here. And it already seems like it's been ten years. <laughs> I mean, they, he's already he's done ten years of damage at, at least. You know, that's a lot of cleaning up after the elephant. Absolutely. So yeah, that's that's kind of the the thing there. I think people need to just chill the fuck out. Joe Biden is not a fucking racist. He's not gonna. He's not gonna do anything against uh, what Democrats want to do. Come on, you know. Just he's the front. He's the front runner. I get. I get. You want to attack him? Attack him on policy. This uh, Cory Cory Booker recently has been going all in on Joe Biden as a racist. Come on, come on. He might be a little bit out of touch because he's an older guy, but he has the right frame of mind. He has goodness in his heart. And that's the thing that the other side doesn't have. Mm-hmm. And if we want concentration camps, if, if we want to start if wars, they're not they're totally not legitimate. And go back to the I mean, we go back to the Iraq war and do stuff in Iran there. If if you want to continue, you know, poisoning the environment and all these other kind of things that they're doing, then yes, by all means, continue to attack Joe Biden uh, or any other Democratic front runner. It's it's just you got to stop it. Is what I'm trying to tell. People who and they did this to Hillary Clinton too in the last election because they thought the whole thing was a joke. Oh, I'll be on the Bernie train, uh, and even though Hillary has the election now, I'm going to continue. I'm not going to vote for. Yeah, look at how that ended up. You fucks. <laughs> well, I, I sort of think that uh, this is how I think Democrats versus Republicans voted. Democrats vote for somebody they like. And Republicans vote against somebody they hate. So 
this last election when we know okay Obama's not can't run again. Right. We're vote. We got kind of an unknown here. We don't know that Trump is going to be terrible. I mean, though a lot of us did. Well, yeah. But they didn't know for sure, and though there wasn't really enough compelling, or there was at least they muddied the waters enough for Clinton I, that yeah. it wasn't a clear cut choice to some people. And I think there was a hope that Trump would be presidential once he became in there was also that was like on the back end of that thing was like okay well we do have an outsider in there that hasn't you know he's not a political political he's not politically motivated like you know anyway just maybe he could bring a fresh perspective or something which he totally has not no so this time the, the, Repo- the Democrats need to whoever the candidate is, you have to vote against the other car- the other candidate. Yes, Trump. we have to take a page out of their playbook. Exactly. So, and I think if there's not a huge, huge push to register young people, and not just register them, but get them to vote, actually, you know, push them like the, your vote matters more now than ever. Yeah. This election, because that's the only message that's really going to get through to Trump is. Voting him out. Impeachment, right. while it might be somewhat satisfying in some ways, is going to make him a martyr. Well, but it'll never happen either. That's the whole thing about it. That's the reason why I don't have a, a big problem with the Pelosi strategy. Because <coughs> what the, invest, the in, investigations keep the fire burning of all the negative shit that he's doing. Well, if yeah. you go directly to impeachment, yes, you might be able to get more information on the guy. You might be able to get this and that. It's still going to drag it out. But yes, it will make him look at this, the same thing that happened to Clinton. They don't want it, people don't want to see their president impeached, all right. But the, unless and Nixon was a, a certain, it was a little bit different. But even there, it took like two years or more before they even went to impeachment because they kept having hearings and investigations. They kept direct, dredging out more and more shit. Uh, and and he was in a second term, so he had a lot of you know he had a lot of shit that he had to deal with. But um, I think that. That right now, I agree, the, the young vote's important, but really, I mean, they've been saying that for years and years and years and years and years, Every since I've been, like every election I can remember, this is the most important vote that you can make in your lifetime. Well, it this time it actually is. I think so. It actually is, because even with George W. Bush, I didn't feel afraid for the country. I felt like, okay, this sucks. This is stupid. This is not the way that we had to be going. But I'm afraid for the country because look at what the son of a bitch has done and is doing, continuing to do. And it's it's a, down a different path of, of, of the fascist path is where we're going to. Well, but the thing the thing about it, though, um, and because there's always going to be balance for every young Democrat that wants to vote next year, there's going to be that young Republican that they'll that's be actually ready, not true. They'll be ready I, that's to actually be, not true. I, I do you think there's something to that, what you're saying? But I do think that just with the mass media culture and like sort of peer pressure and things like that, that the young people and just by nature are going to be more liberal. And But they already are, and so are the millennials. So that's why in some elections in, in, in the past that, that would be true. That's actually not true right now because most of the young people in this country are, are, are immigrants and they are people who have grown up with gay, with gay marriage being legalized and, and all these things happening. So they're used to the progressive agenda. They just don't have the the motivation to, you know, to vote. If they did, I mean, Trump would lose 
like 57 to 4. It'd be the biggest land, one of the biggest landslides in history if they actually did vote. Even without that, because they can't really count on the, the youth vote, the way it is right now, Biden is ahead in so many states. Even Sanders is ahead in so many states that he won last time by like double digits in some cases. That's the thing. That's the reason why he, Trump might lose is, is we got to go back to the future. We're going to go get Biden back, back don't, to the future. Just don't underestimate rural America. Those hicks are powerful. They're idiots. Like us on Facebook at facebook.com slash innocuousbastards. Find us on Twitter as at innocbastards. Or follow our blog at innocuousbastards.wordpress.com. Email us at innocuous.bastards at gmail.com. So welcome back from the break. We made it as efficient and effective as, as, as we I did. We did, man. We were in and out of there quick. We even had time for snacks. Craft services. Craft services. Dang, craft services did a great job today. Yeah, man, damn. the deviled eggs. Oh, man. I yep. Yeah, I didn't know how those were going to fly. but And that smoked gouda is probably the best that I've had in at least in the year. <laughs> is it really? But just saying something because I love me some smoked gouda. See, I was kind of like, I'm of two minds about smoked Gouda. One, mm. if it's actual smoked Gouda, right. I don't know that I really love it. It's kind of, mm. What do you mean? Yeah. Well, so like, you're saying like the, 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 the taste of the smoke is better than actually being smoked? Well, maybe it's something to do with the texture of the cheese. I think, and I could be wrong, but that is more of a processed version of Absolutely. smoked Gouda. Yes. But it's so good. It's so good. It's, it's really so just kind of creamy. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I do agree. I think it, it, the legit smoked Gouda, I've had that sometimes. It's not really... I like just regular Gouda better than the smoked Gouda because the smokiness doesn't really taste that good, but the fake smoky and the processedness <laughs> of that is fantastic. Awesome. Okay. Everything, processed foods, man. You so, all, you all so, should so come by sometime, you know? <laughs> Stop by the studios and, you know, indulge. Come by the coast. Have a few laughs. laughs. Yeah. Okay, gents, I want to talk about a topic that, that's actually not new. It's been around for, for a while. It's yeah. been around since social media became a thing. But it's still here. It's, it's still here. It's still, it's still going strong because some people like to invoke it. They enjoy they enjoy doing this, much to the annoyance of a lot of other people. Would you say the I like that you're doing it right now. <laughs> <laughs> it's on purpose. I know. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to figure out how to set it up. Yeah. But uh, so I'm, I'm talking specifically about vague social media posts, yeah. and it could be from any platform. Uh, there's actually a hashtag on tw- Twitter called Vague Tweet. Um, I don't know if there's a version of that for for Facebook, but I've seen vague posts on, on posts on Facebook as well, Insta, you name it. I personally uh, am not a fan of the vague vague tweets. I pr- you know I I do I post a vague tweet on purpose just to annoy people yes you know uh, but I don't do it because I'm like trying to hold back on something important that I want to say or, or something that's not even important at all or you're kind of but important to me for people yeah. to question you about yeah. what it is yeah. the thing that really I really it's hate is what there was is. one and I can't remember I think it might have been in, in, in a BuzzFeed article, article or something but somebody would say somebody posted like oh you know what a drag um, this this really sucks and then a friend of his goes, oh, what's wrong? And then he responds, I don't want to talk about it. It's like, fuck you. Why did Why you even post it? Why the fuck did you post it? Yes, agreed. Mac, where do you stand yeah. on vague posts? 
No, I think, and I, I, I don't want to uh, uh, pretend that I know how you guys think, but I think we're all on the same page on this particular factor. I think we're all generally on the same page, except for the oh people that goodness. do it. Yes. Sorry, I just received a, a text from Donald Trump. No, it was, it was from my <laughs> wife saying, thank God for the edible. I'm feeling really good now. <laughs> Some good news. Finally. Breaking news. That's breaking awesome. news. Sometimes we have to break break news here on the show, but no, I well, thank you for not being vague about it. <laughs> no, I was straight to the point. You know, there's there's no problem there. Uh, but yeah, there is that kind of thing where one when someone does that, it feels like they're fishing, even if they're not. It feels like they're just trying to get likes or comments, some sort of reaction, some sort of reaction to it. And I've, I, I, I gotta say, I've, I've never done that before. I'm not gonna say, hey, you know, stay tuned, you know, for next week when I'll tell you something that's not that important to you, probably, yeah, to anybody. And it, you know, it, it just would because it, it'll be like, hey, you know. Now, if I was gonna say, hey, you know, what happened to baby or something like that, sort of hint at that to be funny. That's that's see, that's the humor is different. The other, and there's a good example of this, and he's a friend of the show. We don't want to, we don't want to call him out too much because he is a friend. He's a friend of the show, a friend of Edgar's, our most uh, important listener. But uh, you know, there's a post I think a couple weeks back when it was like uh, there's a something about a transition in life and uh, you know a big announcement and some other kind of big shit change. like that. And, and like, yeah, like big a big change. change. Yeah. And of course, you know, we're friends with this guy. We, we care, we care about this guy. Uh, Joe, and, uh, and, and we're sitting there like, and I think a lot of people did the same thing. Like, okay, what's the big deal? You know, I, I immediately thought that he was tra- that he was tra- that he was transitioning. Uh, <laughs> you know, sorry, sorry, Joe. Uh, you know, some might have thought, uh, but it was a positive thing. So, that, but that could be positive too, right? But um, and then he kept hinting at it, even in his answers to the initial post and people were like hey is it this is that or okay congratulations you know or sorry or sorry (laughs) right so you know that is a prime example of a a vague post a a facebook post or social media which it it garners certainly it does a job it garners attention but i don't still don't know what the what the big deal was, but he said he was going to. I think he's going to tell a few people about it. I think later on is what kind of happened. He's going to run it by a few folks. So I'm still curious. And Joe, if you're listening, I need to know because we need, we need to close this. Yeah, because Max Max imagination is just going wild on this one, Joe. <laughs> he he posted a list. I mean, is it like a Miley Cyrus duet he's going to do? Or right. Is he like getting a like an arm removed because he's got the. The body gangrene, gangrene of the tumor. But it is sort of like yeah. this vague booking is a little like an audible sigh. Like when you're in a room and somebody somebody walks in and just goes, <sighs> like, it's like it's an invitation what's, to find out what's wrong. What's wrong? Right? And that's the thing. Actually, that's a great example because sometimes I don't feel like asking what's wrong, oh, and yeah. then and then and then I get in my head. I'm going, oh shit, you know. Am I just a really bad person right now for not asking what's wrong? No, I don't think you know? so. Yeah, I think I, you're a bad person, but not for not asking what's wrong or something. Well, I mean, I really don't care. I mean, he was an Uber driver, so I mean, I really didn't care that he was signed. But you know. and hopefully, they're not going to find out about it anyway. The only time it really matters is if you're is if you're married, because if the other one does that, you're like, what's wrong? 
What, what's wrong? What if you what, don't what, say, what, what if you don't do? ask, then you're even in more trouble. Yes. Yeah. Why? Well, you heard me sigh, right? That's that's kind of what they're thinking. I sent you that that vibe, and you didn't respond to the vibe. So you always have to. It's better to err on responding to the vibe, and so that's why I re- responded to uh, Joe's post. I was like, "Happy Father's Day." I thought he was having a kid. <laughs> you know. I and see. I I resent being <coughs> sort of cajoled or manipulated like that so i don't i don't really do anything like, even though sigh go for but it but you're thinking you about it still oxygen huh you're okay. still thinking about it though it's still it's, it, it it's does still it registers it, it registers that what that's what they're trying to do but i don't give that i don't generally try to give back i don't try to to the other catalyze it yeah the other thing about this also another one way to look at this is that if he is starting a new job but then they, they've got you know one of those like caveats that you can't NDA. you know exactly like an NDA you can't reveal until you you started maybe he's actually on like an MTV show or something like that that we're mm. just going to find out or maybe, maybe he tried out for American Idol for Chopped um, mm. well I think Melvin's on top of Chopped isn't he no no he hasn't oh. Chopped yet no no he did Top Chef right Top Chef that's not no, right no he did he, okay so he was in the final 24, final 40 of MasterChef, I think. MasterChef. Oh, MasterChef. But only 20 people get on the show. But he was all, he was on a That's show called, good. like, Cons and Cooks or something like Cons that. Cons and Cocaine. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, so, yes, but anyway, so you're right. It is kind of like a, a digital sigh, that vague booking. It's a little more, it's a little less vague because, <sighs> huh. Yeah. It kind of means something's wrong, whereas vague booking is could be good or bad, I suppose, but... Or if somebody, it could be the opposite. Sometimes they they can walk past you and you're like, yes. And you're like, ah, oh. <laughs> something what? good. Well, some, you know, what happened? Oh, I just saved a bunch of money in my car insurance by switching to the Geico. <laughs> and then at that point, you're like, well, fuck you. You just ruined my whole day because I thought something good actually happened. But, you know, it could be something bad. It could be just, he's finally dead or something <laughs> like that. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, no, that's more of our reaction, I think, to things. That's than, true. Yeah, we don't want to put that out to anything. Well, the, uh, I'm, I'm looking, I'm scrolling through his feed right now. At least he didn't like do a follow up post that's also right as vague, right? Like, oh, I'm two days away from you know <laughs> from revealing, you know, what's because some some people do that. Yes, you know, I know, I know. More well, soon. Well, and that's kind of what Trump does. He's kind of a similar kind of way. He'll tweet some shit, like like he just did. I think like the day there's deport. There's going to be deporting people in two weeks. It begins. Well, they probably won't because he's just full of shit, right? So that's everything is you hope that the people posting it aren't full of shit and that there actually is something good or bad, whatever it happens to be. You know? Well, and that's the thing. I think that's what I'm afraid of for Joe. Because uh, this is kind of like an outreach <laughs> right now, right? Because if it ends up being something that is not as significant, right? what the fuck are people going to think? Uh, it's like, really? You held back that you bought that you bought, that you you got a cat or whatever the case may be? I got some limited edition socks. <laughs> <laughs> Stay tuned for the next announcement. <laughs> You're going to see him soon. Oh, yeah. I mean, so, anyway, Joe, hopefully, when, I mean, you're, you're hopefully going to hear this uh, he know, will. over the next couple of days. Not through the grapevine. Yes. And, 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 know that it's, and know it's all done in, uh, you know, a sense of love. It's not, it's, it's, we're not hating, right? We're not hating. We just, we really, we want the answer. If we, just, we, we just want to know. If we didn't talk about this, that's mean, that means we don't care about you. Exactly. And you know you're going to enjoy us talking about you. You're gonna like the way you look, <laughs> but uh, 
Is there any way? Is there anything that we can do to stop people from doing this, or is this just it's just shame? Shaming know? them. It's just got to be shaming. Yeah, and I feel so bad. direct a direct approach, a direct attack. Yeah, because yeah. you know, it like can you be know, vague. It's come out, say what the nuanced. fuck, man or girl, man, woman, thing. Yeah, whatever it happens to be. Whatever your pronoun is, just just tell us. Just tell us what's you know what's up. I Wait, mean, here's the, here's the other side of it though: is if somebody were to say nothing. Like they've got a big event or some crisis and they don't say anything. I'd almost prefer a vague reach out than nothing and this person just sort of suffers in silence. That's yeah. true. That's true. But so that's like the one positive side. I'd rather well, see that. But well, there's, there's also the, the breakup posts. Like I've done that. I've been guilty of that a long, long, long time ago of like a breakup post on Facebook before I really knew what social media was all about or knew how stupid it was. So you post some shit on face, you know, it's like, oh, it's over. I'm feel or no, you're just like I'm feeling like really whatever right now. I just, you know, I'm at this place, you know, maybe I I just remember us, whatever happens to be. It's like just keep that shit to yourself. <laughs> You've got to stop. Isn't there? Uh, and I haven't really looked at it recently. I don't know if there's any updates. But isn't oh, the there? Fifth bastard. That's the fifth bastard right there. Yep, and he's humping that tree. <laughs> but. <laughs> There's, you know how there's like a, a relationships, the relationship status called it's complicated or something yeah. like that. Oh, that whole so when thing. people do that yes. and then it's published on your time yeah. on their timeline or like you get an alert somehow, it's, like, oh, it's not shit. that complicated. Looks really. like it's complicated now. Yeah. What happened? Does it ever go? Does it ever start at complicated? <laughs> like, does it ever start in complicated? It should. And then get uncomplicated, or is it always like, oh, I'm in a relationship, and then it becomes complicated. I, I would think that when you're dating, it's complicated at that point because there is a lot of complications that can go I mean, It could technically be complicated, but would you advertise it as complicated? I think you should because that's like more honest. But, no, but then, that, again, that but that's asking... it's That's also vague booking right there. That's asking for some sort of reaction. But what your idea is, AG, is, is your idea, like, just don't react. So if we petition people to not react to vague social media posts... That's one of the solves. Is that what I'm hearing? No, because of the <laughs> thing I work. mentioned before. It's yeah. like if, there, if this is a cry for help, if it's a real cry for help, right? I'd rather know about or have to prod them a little bit for what it's about than not do anything. But I think it more is like it would be responding just like just say it, just come out with whatever it is. What well, is it? So right. I can I Ask agree them directly. I agree with you. If the digital side was negative and con- uh, has negative connotations, like right. You know, whatever is like, oh man, I, that ledge looks really good right now, or whatever. You know, I really like knitting nooses. Does <laughs> 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 so anybody have a hemlock recipe they really like? Curated list of poisons, right? But um, artis- artisanal. <laughs> but uh, well, is it local? Yeah, it better it be local. and cruelty free. Yeah. But the other thing also, but if it's like something like positive, you know, like. You know, or like there's a picture of like a bun. It's like just fucking say that you're pregnant. You know, don't don't just post a picture of a bun. You know that kind of shit, right? And and see, that's the thing I was almost wondering about Joe. Because like you, you like you mentioned, it could be a new job, and it may or may not be. I haven't I haven't been in contact with him enough lately to know about his career path. But if it is, and you're in the interview, you're in the final interview process, and you're you think you got this thing, and you're like, hey, I'm about ready to get it. But that's that's what you're thinking. But, but you post something that's really vague, and then you don't get it. 
Well, that's what just is, foolish. Though. Why you, would you, why you do something that? like that? That's just tempting fate. Joe, why would you do that? I think that's a terrible idea. Yeah, because then you definitely that's like definitely jinxing. And there's jinxes are real. Let's just let's let's just be honest here. Jinxes are real. Well, he posted this by the way at Multnomah Whiskey Library. Maybe he got a membership. Maybe ah. that's like the because it costs like three hundred sixty-five bucks or something like that, right? I have no idea. Did it? Yeah. You can't just go in there. Yeah. You can't go in there and feel good about yourself without being a member. It's just whiskey. I mean, people drink whiskey still. Yeah, I do. I don't see. In, in the, drinking, I didn't. I, I'm not today, but in the winter, I drink. Well, actually, you never drink whiskey. Not since, not, not since I went keto for a, for a little bit there. <laughs> you're, more bourbon than, you're more bourbon than whiskey. Right? You're right. You're right. I mean, like straight whiskey is kind of like that was the thing. Like our scotch. Was really hot. What about maybe fifteen years ago? Mm. It's just like, do people care about scotch anymore? I don't know. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> We're kind of topic there. Someone tell us, please. Voice here. Voice Make here. it vague too. It's like I think I might have heard. It's like I like. That. I have some really big news on whiskey, or bourbon, whatever it happens to be. You'll hear it at the next episode.